This is the Balancing Act by Security Compass, your guide to going fast while staying safe in today's digital Hello, world. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast today. Uh, we're speaking to Hassan Yasser from Carnegie Mellon Software Engineering Institute. Thank you very much for joining us today, Hassan. Thank you, Altes. Thanks for having me in. So I wanted to quickly dive in. There's a lot of talk in the industry today around security and DevSecOps. So tell me, from your perspective, what do you see as the top challenges around security and DevSecOps? Biggest challenge is getting a DevSecOps concept be aligned. We are not doing it as proactively as we're supposed to do. We are always following the findings, what we see in the production and why them try to address it. It is for me, it's too late. It's not, a, it's not really taking benefits of DevSecOps on tests or DevOps mainly, because we are saying we have to shift left, but how much we do the shift left? You know, shifting left means learning something for production environment and to, to address that. It's not a shift left actually. It's just you know, making more instant response to me. It's not, a, it's not the right way to do that. That's interesting. The biggest uh, challenge. Yeah. So we aren't really shifting left. And you brought up something interesting because normally when we shift left, it means we're going to move our testing to the left of the life cycle, which implies that from a security perspective, we're not really going to be taking security after we've deployed it, but trying to bring these concepts up front. And so we're moving from a reactive posture to more of a proactive posture when it comes to security. So tell me about how do we go about proactively injecting controls into the DevSecOps lifecycle? Yep, exactly. So uh, when I said a shift left concept, yes, I agree. We have to do more testing throughout the lifecycle. We have to do more security understanding. What we should do, we don't wanna be getting only the security testings just by seeing it on our production environment, what we discovered. We have to think about beyond. We have to think about what are the possible things may happen in our application, create some scenarios on that application specific systems that we are building. Then we can do it proactively do the testing early. Like one example, if I am building a, a one basic application, just gonna get a, we can get a complexity, but just a basic application. We have to really think about what are the possible abuse cases, what are the possible potential hack, thinking about the kind of black hat thinking approach mm -hmm. may happen in our application, then try to build up a scenarios, try to build up you know, some secret testing, later basic. I know typically we have to do threat modeling, we have to do mitigation, just very basic thinking. At least we should ask ourselves, if I'm an architect, if I'm a developer, I have to say, ask more of myself, what are the things I'm trying to protect it? And if I'm a hacker, if I'm a you know, person that will take an advantage, what I should do, take an advantage of my system that I'm building and build up some test scenarios, build up some secure testings in that level, that's basically proactive. That's basically we're trying to eliminate any incidents later on. Or another thing, not all actually, we should also think about as dependency perspective, like we cannot guarantee that we are building a secure systems office today what we have to be ready. Like, are we ready to address any incident if that thing happens? Depends on example, it's a different topics, but going back to the analogy, you should think about as practically means, what are the possible things may happen in application that we're building? Build up some test cases, build up some scenarios, record it, test it, 
and be aware of it. It is not learning and try to address it. Of course, we have to do, but it's not enough. Mm-hmm. We have to be advanced, mm-hmm. you know. Like yeah. if you look at the yeah, if you look at the current community right now, all the criminals are advancing faster than us. Advancing means like they know they're using collaborating very well, and they will keep monitoring all the the vulnerabilities. Like they are proactive than us. When we look at the comparing us them, they are much better than us because they are looking for every possible way. We are chasing them. That should not be happening like that because there is no way we can catch them. But what we should do, why don't we put a, a good systems as proactive as possible in our application lifecycle so we will be resilient enough and the criminals will go somewhere else. So yeah. instead of we are addressing what we are supposed to do. And that's interesting. So when we talk about being proactive, then let me push on that a little bit. Where might we go to get some advice if teams are going to start? They agree that we need to be proactive about this. I know that OWASP has produced, for example, an OWASP top 10 list. Is that the type of thing you're talking about where we consider scenarios and we look at what others have looked at and try and get this into our life cycle as well? I think the OWASP top 10 is a good way to start. It is going to give us some at least the common vulnerabilities, that common vulnerabilities will help to shape our mindset. Because that's not enough as well. They're listed like SQL injection, one example. What the SQL injection means in our content, and maybe some coding specific that we have to do, yes, we should know the common vulnerabilities, which is top 10, and asking ourselves which one is relevant to our application, which one is relevant to our systems, then build up some test cases around. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So we're spending time now in context on those things that are going to be most relevant to what we're looking for. And I think right. sometimes we get caught up in this discussion, right. this framework says this, or that standard says that. And, you know, is this at the end of the day really important for us when we need to develop security? I think we need to get into this mindset of what is really truly most important. And I think that matches as well. When we're looking at a DevSecOps lifecycle, the goal is to create this MVP. Mm-hmm. So what's really most important and top priority, that's what we focus on trying to get this thing out the door. Exactly. That's what the purpose of DevOps actually. We are looking for more the support the user needs, which is business needs. We are looking yeah. for to align our users. Users never ask anything about the security. They're assuming that we are doing our job better. Mm-hmm but they're looking for functionalities. So when we write any, let's say if I'm an architect or developer, if I'm writing any functionalities, then OS top 10 will help me to find out what are the common vulnerabilities are with respect to the technology that I'm using it. Then I have to address it in my level that's gonna be a, a function that I'm delivering the users. That has to be aligned together because sometimes we go and dig so much into the security testings and planning, we often forget the value of it. We have to do, we have to be proactively, uh, but however, which one is important to us right now, then we can build up a resilient systems because we have been discussing a lot with you all has like there is a risk thesis in it, there is a prioritization in it, you know, we have to do that. And other things I really advise proactively and maybe running a, a few static analysis tools and say, I'm done, it's not enough either. Yeah. Static analysis tools, it is great to have it. It's just gonna give us an idea but we have to do more beyond that static analysis. Like we have to think about what are the possible cases or what our edge cases are. Sometimes connecting two running services may create some security bridges. 
like how the services are talking each other's. Mm -hmm. Static analysis, we're not going to capture that type of cases. Mm -hmm. Our test scenarios will capture it. Our test hardnesses, secret testing will capture it. That goes back to our proactive thinking. What are the possible things may happen in our application? Criminals will take an advantage of it. This is a mindset change. So knowing some vulnerability is great, but changing the mindset, as I call that, I teach, I, when I teach that class, I always say it's black hat approach. You know, I'm looking for, as, as an engineer, think about a bad ways by knowing the systems and taking advantage of it. So that's basically, that's the way we can do some proactive thinking, our systems, by creating some different test cases and by connecting the systems. When we do that, it's been a good way to go deep dive sometimes. We will say, okay, I do my part as an architect, as an engineer, but however, that may be something wrong with my platform. Maybe something in OS level will happen. Maybe you heard it like last week, there was a big, actually the, vulnerabilities on the Microsoft DNS server. It was almost 17 years old as. And now this first time they discovered and people are able to use the weakness in, in the DNS server and then try to take an advantage of the network. So now as engineers, we do best, but sometimes we depend on the platform. That's the way we can communicate with infrastructure team, security team, and ask the possible questions. Are you okay with the platform? How much your platform is secure? And if I'm building up some databases behind this, and that's going to open up another discussion talking about with the DBA admin. For example, like how the, the DB user will connect it and what type of roles they should have it. So now we're expanding the scope. Like how we started, we started like really asking questions for ourselves. How can I take an advantage of from application stack and all these dependencies, OS and database, et cetera. It's interesting because now when we talk about scenarios, these scenarios are starting to become cross-functional. So it's yep. not just how someone might attack the system, but perhaps what else might happen? Could we lose right. data? And now we end up with privacy breach scenarios mm -hmm. that we have to consider in this case. And so the whole idea, I, I think one of the key things that you've brought up, Hassan, is this idea of focusing on value. And we let the scenarios drive out what we think is most important in terms of the value proposition. And we create our security paradigms around that continually driving towards minimizing the risk uh, and therein lies the value that is being provided. That's exactly. great. So, yeah. That's Wonderful. the purpose of DevSecOps actually. DevSecOps is using a value, using a business needs, user needs. And also we are encouraging using a collaboration or communication with the stakeholders. Now, how are we going to talk with the stakeholder? This is the way we can talk to stakeholders. This is the way we can say that building a systems, here's what I'm thinking as taking advantage of it. Now we are expanding the scope and talking with others. So we are finally, if I'm building a code, I'm reaching out to my compliance systems eventually, ask their opinion. I'm reaching out to the infrastructure team and most likely infrastructure team will say, no, don't use this version. Here is the uh, patch version already. I'm using my production environment. I can give it to you. You can just do some testing early in your life cycle that will have a compatibility in your backend infrastructure. See how we are approaching the proactively as upfront, not just covering up as such a simple, basic static analysis. Now we have to think about beyond. That's a big, big misunderstanding for me in the community. We just relying on the static analysis, say we are done, we have done it. No, it's not enough. Mm -hmm. That's the reason we see a lot of bridge down the road. That's the reason we see a lot of connected bridges happening because everything's connected. Look at this recent Twitter security issues. 
Isn't that interesting problems? Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to cover it. It's a long discussions, yeah. but it is showing me a lot of DevOps principle is not properly implemented mm-hmm. in the life cycle. Yeah. And then we do one ad hoc things in somewhere in life cycle. It's not enough. We have to connect it to activities throughout the life cycle of this. Yeah. So this, there's some key things that you brought up in the podcast today. It's uh, making it cross-functional, focusing on value, trying to drive out actionable things. And we have to move away from having this really at a very high level, but become truly operational and, and m- making it fit in the context that we're looking at becomes a really important part of this whole discussion. So having said that, Hassan, I just want to say thank you very much for joining us today and for sharing your insights. You're welcome, It was a pleasure to talk with you. Can't get enough of the balancing act? Make sure to check out our website at www.securitycompass.com and be sure to subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to podcasts for more episodes. <laughs>